How would it feel to have a thriving fitness business and have the freedom to enjoy life at the fullest? Well, that is exactly what the Trainer Revenue Multiplier Show is going to give you. My name is Matthew Park. This is Amy Filer. Hey, guys. And we are here to serve. (laughs) Oh, guys, welcome back to our episode five of the TRM podcast. Jamie and I have a special guest today for you. He is a veteran with us on the leadership team of TRM, a veteran gym owner of over 15 years. You know, he, we call him McCoy Magic over there in uh, in Texas. Well, actually, I do. I think we have you guys as well, too. Mr. Greg McCoy, how are you today? I'm great. Thank you for having me on, Matt and Jamie. Excited to be here. We're happy to have you, Greg. It's been uh, a little while. I know you've been busy with the new gym location right now in, uh, in Texas. I believe the new location is going well for you. Yeah, we um, uh, have been working on this new location since late last year. Um, it's set to open in October, so um, busy with construction, getting everything set up, doing some pre-sales. Um, yeah, so we're running on all cylinders here at Hidden Gym. The team's growing. Yes. Yeah, it's yeah. great to see you, Greg. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, yeah, the, the we're growing because of the team, so um, we're really blessed to have um, just such great people here. And I think the, uh, you know, the continued success is a testament to, you know, the kind of people here and the day-to-day hard work that goes on. Well, Jamie got a little taste of uh, seeing you in action in December there when you guys had the discovery day. She was helping lead that over there and just rocking the, the hidden gym crew. And I kind of feel a little bit, a little bit jealous. I wasn't able to experience that, Jamie. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, at the time, Greg and I went for breakfast and the idea of the Pegasus Park location was uh, it was just getting the deal kind of started, but he was working on whether it would be a good investment. And here we are. He's, he's got a second hidden gym location. Yeah, that was, um, I think I had a meeting after breakfast. We yeah. were like, I hope it goes good. <laughs> Six months later, everything's coming to fruition. Yeah, yeah. Matt, you did on that trip. You missed a great cardio workout. I can tell you that much. That's true. That's true. I'm looking forward to getting that getting that action sometime later in fall when we yeah. come back. Um, so looking forward to getting a workout and hard cardio. I mean, workout for sure. Cardio, I'll have to negotiate with Jamie and you on that one. But we'll <laughs> So topic of today's guys um, is how to structure process systems for your team, Greg. I know it's one thing you've been working on with, with Hidden Gym, your own your own coach right now, you have underneath you as well with your gym. It's one of the things you shine at right now with your gym. Obviously, you're expanding fast. Your team is growing. One of Jamie's specialties as well, obviously, is, is systems as well from Jamie's and as well, too. So I kind of want to go into that as part of our first topic, Greg, if you don't mind to kind of go in there topic in today. Um, I guess to start things off, when it comes to systems or processes for you and your team, how important has it been for you in growing right now at the pace right now that you're growing right now with Hidden Gym? It is um, of paramount importance. Um, we are, have to stay process driven. Um, there's just at this point um, too many people involved that if we don't have a tight process, um, then things things start to fall through the cracks. Um, you know, clients are having bad experiences. Uh, trainers get unhappy. So the the process is the backbone. And um, one thing that we've really been do- been doing recently, and you know, those of you leading a team, um, we did um, s- several assessments of our. Are you guys getting some feedback on the mic? Yours a little bit. Yeah. 
Um, we did several assessments like with our teams and one of them was visual versus audio uh, learners or written learners. And my whole team is visual. So why this you know, comes to the, the process part is literally we draw out the process um, you know, on a whiteboard or on our meeting notes. And you know, it's a very visual, like almost engineering looking uh, document. And you know, there's this circle about, okay, here's the weak link in the chain, or um, this is where I think you know, we're losing, um, you know, like right now, for instance, just to speak in real terms, um, our show rate for consultations is the weak point. So we've been working on like, okay, we're, when we get them here, the closing rates are awesome. Once they're on board, they're very happy. They're getting results, they're staying with us, but the, the weak link is getting to show up for the consultation. So that is the piece of that like eight step process or whatever it is that we're really honed in on. Interesting. Uh, Jamie, you want to kind of make, ask some questions to Greg as well, Jamie, on your end, Jamie, on the process side? When did you know you needed a process, Greg? Hmm. I think it was, you know, luckily out of past failures. Um, yeah, because I have, uh, you know, the success we've had is built on the failures of my past, right? So um, as Matt mentioned, I've been doing this a while and I've tried, I've always done rent-based personal training at my gyms. Now we're, we have a, a hybrid where um, we do have independent trainers, most of all who are in the TRM program. Um, and then we've got a hybrid mix of, you know, trainers that have their own personal clients and then trainers that work for the gym. Um, and I've tried and failed at that twice. This is the third time and it's going great. Um, so, you know, I think, you know, coming into it, I knew like what the pitfalls were in the past and, um, you know, to really, really, and then what I learned also, you know, along with you guys on my own personal training business, you know, really helped um, to, to move it into a team setting. Interesting. Have you, like from a PT standpoint, Greg, have you pretty much passed a lot of your clients over to your team or do you still do some PT as well? Yeah, very little. It, it's so funny because like, I'll, and I'll briefly kind of tell my backstory um, just for those that haven't heard it. Because as a gym owner doing personal training, I was very focused on the gym uh, business and I was very structured about it, worked on the business, um, studying KPIs. Like it was very much... Um, you know, a formal business. And I treated personal training like a side hustle, like pocket cash. Like this is so that, you know, the little salary I'm paying myself from the gym, like this is the money that, um, you know, uh, bridges that gap for me. Enter TRM when you're here um, and we, we connect thanks to Todd Abrams um, and we have our first uh, mastermind here. That really um, turned my personal training side hustle into a business, um, really structured it, formalized it. Um, scaled it, you know, to being less work and a lot more money. And then, you know, now I've taken what I've learned there. And then, then uh, of course, all my past failures and lessons. And uh, and now we're, you know, selling it through the gym and a, it, at a pretty good rate now. So, Your team of, right now of coaches right now, I believe between contractors, hybrid, and also underneath your brand is what, like almost 25, 30 in total or 40? Yeah, it's probably about 25. Wow. Yeah. That's Greg. Yeah. And I don't think I answered even the original question. I do do some training still. <laughs> I'm a, I, my allowance for myself is 10 hours a week on the floor. 
Um, I like force myself not to do more because I do enjoy it. Um, but I'm at the point now where it's like, you know, uh, training is my low leverage activity, um, as sad as that is. But I still, um, I, I, I find it valuable for me to kind of manage from the floor. Like I like to be on the gym and with the members. So um, I kind of like write it off or justify it that way. Um, and then I do work with um, some of our pre-contest clients. Interesting. Yeah. When clients come to you for PT now, like do you pretty much just offboard them to your team? I, I try to stay out of it now because what what we were kind of all experiencing was, um, so I was kind of the front end. Um, I would attract the client for the most part. Um, and then I would do the sales consultation and I would try to share it with the team. And it came off as a bait and switch. It was kind of like, oh, this is awesome. Uh, Greg is such a good trainer. I can't wait to work with you. Oh yeah, I don't see you anymore. <laughs> um, and so now like we're letting, um, I, I really just try to stay out of it and then support once they're already clients. Um, of course, like we use like some of my face and my material and, and my wife's uh, Tana's face and material in the sales process, but we're not um, physically there doing it. And that way we're not like, it, it probably affected the volume of sales a little bit, but it's not, um, they don't have the wrong expectations anymore that they're gonna see me day in and day out. And that's helped a lot. Mm. Jamie? Um, yeah. it's, uh, it reminds me of when Aaron said on one of our elite calls that, you know, almost to an extent now people are surprised when he decides to show up on a call because he's gotten to this level that everyone just assumes they're going to get his underlings. So Greg, I think the balance that you have where you're still present in your business, but at an arm's distance is a, is a brilliant model. Mm. Yeah. So, it's, uh, yeah. Go ahead, Matt. No, go ahead, Greg. Go ahead, bud. No, I was just going to say that's, that's exactly it. And, and I think it was my own fear that uh, stopped me from doing it sooner. I was just scared. Like, um, Oh, if I'm not, there, they're not going to want it or they, they think I don't care and all this stuff. So I, and honestly it was, they don't think about it that much at all. Like they, I think they are more um, expected me to be that way and are surprised when I am too hands-on. Um, so I think it was just one of those things where my own fear of uh, wanting to be everything to everyone was holding me back. Could you share, Greg, when you were like that busy PT, like, I mean, busy where you had a waiting list and you had to make that shift to build a process. And I believe with your, obviously your, your executive is this, like a girl there. Um, what that first step was, was for you. Was it have a meeting with her? Was it building a process for her? Kind of explain to the if you, members, obviously kind of what that process was for you. Step. Yeah. Um, so if you haven't taken uh, the TRM course, you should, because one of the modules is, is about leveraging time. If you have taken it, you don't remember that module, you should go back and watch it again because um, it's a, a life-changing uh, module. So I um, really dove into that module and um, basically got to the point where I didn't do anything but train. I mean, um, I wasn't answering emails. I wasn't answering messages. I didn't do scheduling. I didn't do billing. Um, I'm lucky in the fact, like, I know like most independent trainers don't have like a staff, like I'm lucky that I have, you know, four full-time people to, to do all this with. So it's a little bit of a different scenario, but 
um, you know, there are ways that, you know, and we teach that in this course um, that you can do it without um, if you don't have a gym staff. But um, the, the biggest thing for me was scheduling and billing to not deal with that, because the question is, can can someone else do it? Of course, like not the only one that knows how to do a QuickBooks invoice and um, plug people into a calendar. So why am I spending so much time on this? Um, so that was a huge. Just the, the simple processes of downloading progress photos, asking them to send it. What was your weight today? All that stuff can be done with an assistant and forms. Um, so all of that stuff just, I mean, probably alleviated 35% of the time that I was spending on my PT business once mm -hmm. I got that squared away. Want to expand, Jimmy, on that, Jimmy? What specifically, Matt? Sorry. Well, this is one of the areas you're really good at as well. I think is one thing that you teach in TRM is, you know, time management, systemization, so forth. Actually, kind of Greg mentioned that with his team, you want to kind of lay off like, you know, almost like dig into maybe the importance of that onboarding system, right, for the clients and so forth. Um, yeah. I think the first thing that you have to think about is what don't you want to do? You know, for those who may be listening to the podcast for the first time and, and even the idea they're not understanding the idea of low leverage. Guys, it essentially is something that either doesn't hold a value to you uh, relative to what you think your hourly rate is worth, or it's essentially something you don't wanna do. Um, so onboarding a client, which is just a matter of sending them forms and questionnaires and contracts, doing the check-in, which is essentially just evaluating said forms and check-ins and contracts, et cetera, um, are definitely things that should either be automated um, or yes, 100% offloaded to somebody who, now Greg, I'm gonna challenge you a little bit. As long as the assistant matches your energy, your enthusiasm and your passion, then you can definitely offboard a check-in. But sometimes, at least to me, answering an email is and getting my face in front of the camera is a high leverage because people are like, ah, there's my trainer. She's so Definitely. Me. And let me, let me clarify like the, um, uh, cause that's a great point. Um, the part that I automated was, um, Hey, just a reminder, we need to send your pictures today. Oh, you forgot to send your weight. Oh, um, you didn't do this. Then I do review those. I was reviewing those pre-contest people. I send them a video message through trainer eyes Hey, Yuri, looks awesome. Uh, eight weeks out, we're on track. Um, this is the changes for this week. So they were getting um, that touch point, which I agree is definitely like kind of what they, that is the high leverage they pay for. Yeah. Um, but they're like everything but that like sweet spot, um, I wasn't doing. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Can you give us a breakdown of exactly what you do, Greg, with your process, like step by step? Like if I came into your gym as a prospect, I want to do a consultation. Like, what do you do now, right now with your business? Like, almost like you, does it go to Christina? Like, what exactly is your step-by-step? -step? Sure. So, um, you're going to get into my secret sauce here, Matt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can share what you want, Greg. <laughs> yeah, sure. No, but in super basic, it's easier to, uh, uh, it's not as easy to repeat as you would think, or we'd all be doing it right. So, um, in basic, um, you know, we have uh, marketing going out that's going to attract personal training leads. Um, so those offers and um, advertisements change based on kind of what our goals are. Um, they're either filling out a form on the Hidden Gym website or calling us. At that point, what we've recently changed was um, 
we were just having the front desk um, team uh, just try to book the consultation and we were getting a lot of bookings, but they weren't showing up. So what we started to do was to really just coach on in that initial call, we have to have some initial discussion of goals. Um, and now the whole staff is trained to really, just like when we do tours, yeah. we really need to find out why they called. And then when we start to do follow-ups to make sure they're going to come to the consultation, you know, we make sure to use language like, hey, we can't wait to talk to you about that 15 pounds you want to lose before your wedding versus um, reminder, uh, you've got a 3 p.m. Uh, it's like looks like your dentist sent you a text message, right? Like, so we inserted like repeat their goals back to them when we're um, uh, doing the consultation. Then they sit down with um, one of two people that do sales consultations, wow. um, which we don't call it that to the client. That's our internal language. Um, but uh, they they sit down. We we show them. We talk about their goals. We kind of show them the services that we have and suggest what would get them to their goal um, and then ask them for the sale. And if they say yes, then they get onboarded and they follow those steps. If they say no, then we have kind of follow-up steps in the process. And um, one super cool thing we started doing too was um, we bought a, a 3D scanner here. So um, a big part of the onboarding process now is um, we put them on this really cool 3D scanner. They get a avatar of their body with circumference and body fat percentages and uh kind of a incremental check-ins um on that and that's been a really cool like visual element that's added to the onboarding so that's i think and you know kind of super brief that's the process so before i come and see you guys i'm going to make sure my body fat is extremely low i don't get embarrassed by jamie or you you know for body fat pros so i might just dehydrate for a couple of days <laughs> see, you know Fat, fat load or fat load or whatever you call that carb load. The, <laughs> the 3D avatar is extremely revealing. <laughs> Everybody's like, they get their download and they're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. Things to do when you come to Hidden Gym there, Jamie. I guess you're going to be going on the 3D scanner. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, I mean, we talk about that all the time. It's a value add because yeah. not every gym, yeah. I mean, I'm a member of a crunch. All they did was have me step on a doctor scale and like move the thing over. Um, that is a huge value because those are also hard to come by. Like other than a DEXA scan and maybe an in-body that you have to pay 20 bucks for, that's huge, Greg. Yeah, yeah, it's been a, um, a super cool tool. You know, the way you've actually been able, Greg, to actually build your process with your trainers actually is kind of unique because I remember when I first met you, you know, how you're doing kind of online personal training. And obviously you had kind of your prices kind of where they were and how fast you took all that and like put it into motion with your trainers. Like you were like building right away with everything financially and so forth. But it was just kind of cool to see how you went to the next level with that and almost got, you know, your executive a part of that and like all your team onboarded. And now it's like at a whole different level, which kind of is cool, you know, to see how much, because even your team is growing fast, like internally, you know, you got like what, what five internal coaches underneath mm -hmm. you and more. And they like love being a part of your brand and your team, which also was another asset that is huge for you, Greg. Yeah, it's so funny. Like uh, thinking back to, you can do uh, one session for seventy-five or ten for six fifty. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, like the ten pack. I'll never want to hear that word again. <laughs> like, uh, thank God, you know, we uh, we switched me over to monthly packages, and it's uh, I never looked back. <laughs> 
Do you mind sharing one story to kind of round off our talk today that was sure. almost like a story that was a big lesson learned for you in putting things into place for systems or business process for you that could be painful, could, maybe it was a little bit tough for you to go through, but it taught you a lot about like what, how to put things in place for you now in your business? Hmm, that's hard to get down concise. I mean, it, I feel like it's a, it's a lessons every single day. I mean, I think the, um, you know, we, we've definitely talked a lot about this in TRM and it's usually advice I share on the, in the groups, but you know, if, if your processes or steps that you take in your business aren't written down, they don't actually exist. Like if they're just in your head. So I think, you know, just really always aiming to over communicate, um, the processes, drawing them out, making sure that, you know, to, to get eight to 25 people to understand, uh, what's happening is a lot harder than it sounds and everyone's interpretations of that are different. So it takes a lot of repetition. Um, you can't get frustrated. You can't assume people know what you're thinking. Um, you've really got to simplify things. And, um, like I said, just get it down on paper, even just articulating things yourself will teach you a lot. Um, because you think you like, man, I got this thing planned out to the T and then you're like, try to write it down and you're like, this, uh, it's not exactly coming out. <laughs> As, as clear as it was in here. <laughs> so I think that's it. Like you did just really try to, um, to formalize what you're doing. And, and then it gives you this uh, kind of tangible thing that you can go and tweak. And it's like I said, like we now can very easily circle show rate as the weak point. Like, oh, if we could just get our show rate up from, you know, 40% to 80%, just look how that would affect everything else down the chain. Jamie, any thoughts you want to ask Greg at all? Any questions you want to ask uh, Greg there, Jamie? Um, or last words? <laughs> yeah, I guess my biggest question is if somebody had to start with one thing tomorrow, mm -hmm. uh, specifically to be able to use a team, what is, what is the biggest thing that would make, or the smallest thing that would make the biggest difference? Mm. Mm. You guys are full of hard questions. Um, I think you got to start with, um, you know, one person. Um, if you're going to try to build a team, don't try to get too big, too fast. Uh, managing, a, you know, one assistant is difficult. Um, it's diff a different kind of difficult than 35 people, but it's still difficult in its own way. So I think you got to, you know, if you're going to build a team one brick at a time, spend your time with that person you know, really make sure they're doing it the way that you want it done and um, and that it's making the clients happy and and then and, you know, finish that off. And then after you've got that solidified, you know, then layer on top of it. And now you've got two and there's now there's a new dynamic with three people um, and you got to make sure those two get along. So, um, you know, you you really got to take it step by step, uh, you know, formalize it, write it out. Um, and, you know, and you'll grow faster than you think. It sounds like that's a slow way. Like, of course you want to add five new trainers tomorrow, but, um, you know, take it slow and, um, you know, finish things off before you move on to the next level, I think would probably be my advice. Cause I've done the gung ho approach before and it's backfired. <laughs> <laughs> Last thoughts, Jamie. Uh, Greg is a, perfect role model and example. He didn't have it all figured out right away. He wasn't handed 
the keys or the golden ticket for how to do this. He didn't inherit it from anybody. He built this from the ground up. And like he said, all of his wins and successes were predicated on his mistakes. So guys, follow Greg, follow Hidden Jim, listen to this podcast again, um, because it is invaluable. You know, he has a great quote, I think it's on, on, on your IG there, Greg, about nice guys finish first. And that's so you, because you leave without, without an ego. And I really like that about you because you've been able to grow so fast, come through TRM like seven times. You were the first person, I think, in our team that she mentioned about printing off all the material and you were going to give us the workbook idea. You know, came from you for Jamie and I to do for TRM. And it's made a game changer for all the members because now they're printing all the sheets, you know, and putting it in workbooks because of what you mentioned in 10, TRM 10K. So Jamie's right. You know, you came in 10K like so with an open mind. You've gone through it and keep applying it. And now you're one of our veteran core leader, which is fantastic. So we're thankful to have you on board, Greg, and looking forward to a discovery day year, Jim, again, but we're going to blow that roof off this next time, buddy. <laughs> yeah, that's great, man. Thank you so much for everything. Um, of course, always happy to be here and share and uh, continue to grow um, with you guys as well as give back. And um, yeah, my TRM binder is like, I, I pulled it out today when you were like, I was like, what's the topic for today? And you're like, what do you want to look at? And I'm like, well, let's see. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I like this module. I don't want to talk about that one. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we'll, um, you know, hopefully in the fall here, um, we'll have a bunch of people that, you know, are our trainers that want to take it to the next level. Um, certainly we have uh, plenty of people that have taken that step from, you know, no K to 10 K. Um, and we want you here with us. There's plenty of K's out there for all of us. So <laughs> Um, come to Hidden Gym in the fall. We're going to have fun and, uh, and and you'll learn how to help more people and make more money. I love it, man. I love Perfect. it. Perfect. Well, Jamie and I appreciate you, Greg. Thanks again for your time. Guys, the TRM Show guys, follow us on Apple, Spotify, and Stitcher. This is Greg McCoy and Jamie Fowler coming to you from the TRM Show. We're signing off. Wishing you guys a fantastic day.